Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DM and host, as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my three regular co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Hello! Ooh. Hello. I object. <laughs> ah, getting into the spirit already. Sustained. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they will be reprising their roles as Tommy Hawkins, our gunslinger rogue, Sophia Landrin, our fighter cleric, and Brittany Sneers, our wizard, the <laughs> Belfalcon wizard. Yes, and we've got an interesting one today, haven't we? <laughs> New courtroom drama music. Ba -da -ba -da -ba. <laughs> Dramatic walking through hallways. Yeah. Yes. So have you guys been playing like Ace Attorney all week or watching lots of Law and Order to get really into the mood for this one? Law and Order really for me. We really should have done, but Flo's been watching firefighter shows instead. Ooh, yeah, so. but they take the tops off. Do they? Yeah, sometimes. Not when I've been watching. Well, that's when I put, turn it over. Uh, okay. Yeah, she does the panic channel swap. Kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've actually been watching porn. I'm quite, I'm kind of annoyed because at least like half the firefighters in these shows are female. So, <laughs> or at least it feels like it. So yeah, you can just like let me know next time. Nah. Oh. Look, what you two get up to after hours is none of ours in the internet's business. Mm -hmm. But it could sure, be if you want well. to set up an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say we haven't? Well, I guess we should talk about what happened last episode. Probably. If you are not in the know, you got Probably. chased by mist. We did. It missed, though. Mist. Which I hope was scarier than the happening. Something was happening, so it's more exactly. scary than the happening. See, that's Shyamalan. Had... That's how you make wind scary. We've had, we've had light and now mist. I mean, yeah. We're, yeah. We're, I am just trying to prove that all the bad horror movies can be made good with enough effort and fear of death. Yep. <laughs> fear of rolling up another fucking character. That's what I have. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. Fate worse than death, costing you time. <laughs> uh, yes. Last episode, you were chased through the night by the red mist of Teatrus, a disease-carrying, magical mist that seems to do all sorts of funky things to magic, as Brittany found out when she was trying to cast spells and having to roll on the wild magic table, which I don't remember everything that happened last week, but I remember a Modron randomly getting to appear for a few seconds and then disappearing. That was yep. funny. <laughs> yep, and, uh, it was It was definitely, definitely interesting. It's nice to, nice to finally get to use the, uh, the random magic table. Quite fun. Mm, yes, it's a good one. what happens when we have spellcasters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. So as you ran through this shadow-fell-infused forest on the island of Teatris, you did manage to escape the Red Mist, despite almost getting shot in the back by some creature with a hook, with like a harpoon arm that shot you and tried to drag you back into the mist. That was, that was fun, and I was so sad that it failed. But you lived. You survived. By the skin of your teeth at times, but you did survive. And you finally got to have a nice little rest in the forest. They decided to be nice and not kill you in your sleep. And you started a new day, continuing on towards the center of the island where this castle resides, where your uh, vampire relatives are hanging out, Sophia. And well, on the way, as you kicked off a new day and you started stealthing through the woods, you overheard some goings on. And it seems you have stumbled onto a little bit of a courtroom drama. However, the judge, the bailiffs, and the executioner are all undead, and all those standing trial look to be human. Eight humans total, in fact. You've got a mix, men, women, and children, all locked up inside this... I'm going to give a bit more description to the scene, because I don't think I gave you guys too many details last week. But you open up this bit of the forest into a bit of a, bit of a glade. This is one of the few areas you've seen where the forest kind of breaks up a little bit because so far it's been it's been dire. Like you've been getting torn apart by trees and branches and brambles, all that sort of stuff. But this has actually opened up a little bit here. And you can see quite a ghoulish scene laid out before you. Just across from you all, there is a, a large wagon with a big iron cage on the top of it being pulled along by four skeletal horses. It's currently parked, and you can see seven civilians, for lack of a better word, all locked inside. They look 
horrendous. They look like they've been having a fucking terrible time. They are emaciated. Their clothes are dirty and soiled. They have clearly been just roughly captured, probably in these woods, and then chucked in the cage and been made to stand trial. Near the wagon, there are two skeletons standing guard, and then there are two more skeletons stood next to a large kind of stage that's been erected. It's basically just a big couple of wooden planks that have been lifted up with a quite a nice-looking chair set in the center. And sat upon that chair is a very desiccated-looking creature. You'd say feminine, but it's like the skin is pulled so tight. It's almost it's almost mummified, but no bandages. Like, it looks so dry, almost like if it spoke, a bunch of dust would come out. It's got this long white hair going down the back. It's this ancient but very, very fine-looking blue dress. And this creature appears to be holding court here. In front of it, we have the eighth person down on one knee with a large scythe held at their neck. A scythe that is just emanating death. Like, even those of you who aren't of a religious persuasion can just feel how necrotic, just the waves of necrotic energy that are flowing off this creature, this larger undead creature, much larger, instead probably around maybe 12 foot tall. It's wearing these long red robes, but you can see underneath it armor. Like, its skin looks taut with like rotten flesh, but not like falling off like a zombie. Like this thing has been created to be a much stronger type of undead. And it is holding up the executioner's position here as the desiccated creature is basically demanding that this person stand trial or attempting to avoid what she referred to as the flesh tithe. And what happened last week was that the three of you attempted to stealth, but unfortunately only Tommy was successful as Brittany and Sophia came stumbling away and they have been noticed. Now, that's where we're going to come back in here and I'm going to reveal to you all a map. Let me know when it loads for you. Oh, it has loaded indeed. And there is a, um, there's a very, very large man with a scythe. <laughs> And, yep, some skellies and a wagon drawn by skeletal horses. Yes, all a very grim and dire scene. Well, Brittany, Sophia, they notice you. They don't immediately attack, but you do see that the skeletons raise, um, they all sort of raise up short bows and start pointing them in your direction. The larger undead creature doesn't move an inch, still got that scythe just held to the neck of this human. The one on the chair looks over, towards you both who interrupts this trial now tommy i'll remind you at the moment you are still successfully hidden so if anything kicks off you are currently if you don't do anything else safe from uh, notice i shall remain so for now i'm looking at this and I'm guessing we we're just chatting shit or having some kind of girly talky time. I kind of just see all the dead and I just want to say, it says like, who disturbs? I'm like, death. And I just want to start shooting arrows because they're undead. I'm not sure if that's a smart thing to do. Your <laughs> death is called the living bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's better. Sorry. Right, can we write that in post, right? <laughs> <laughs> As we all know, this doesn't get edited, right? <laughs> I think it does, but only for like the burps and stuff and farts. Is that not 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 for any times when we when we go? That wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be. Like most Thank of you. my comments. <laughs> hey, self appreciation. It's all right. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brittany, would you have said anything different? Brittany, you're on mute, Brittany. Hello, sorry. <laughs> no, I uh, I genuinely think I would see how this plays out, since snow looks kind of dangerous, and would hope you would leave it alone. No, I guess you don't even you don't know me that well either. I like Ellen Vore, Don't like well, I don't like the undead. Dead should be dead. Uh, yeah, you don't know that about me. Uh, so this might come as a shock that I'll just like launch an arrow. I think. Okay, if you're attacking, we're rolling initiative. 
Yeah. Sorry. I'm Yay. in character. <laughs> that is what would what would Sophia do? I'm guessing that yeah. Yeah. She she would launch an arrow. Ooh, twenty two. Oh fuck's sake. Oh, that wouldn't... That's a good thing you're you're hidden then, eh, Tommy? Twenty six. Whoa. What? Nice. This is not supposed to happen. <laughs> I don't want to write Tommy up like roll a natural one for my initiative. I don't know why I, for some reason Tommy can't can never roll initiative ever since he became the assassin stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Just can't fucking do it. But uh, hey, at least I'm going before Scythe Man, I think. Are you? On action. I think so. Wow, I rolled my own dead. Though they knew you were there, they were very slow to react on this one, it seems. I guess maybe they weren't imme- weren't expecting like immediately when someone just rocks up, rocks up chatting out of the woods to just fire an arrow at them. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay. <laughs> if you wish to act rashly, Brittany, Sophia, I'm in character. Gets... Sure. Sure. Yes. I would remind you there are many hostages, but you know. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay, I see well, dead. Go on then, zealot. Brittany, actually first things first here everyone is effectively surprised by Tommy so Brittany surprise Sophia surprise Tommy it is your turn do you wish to do anything Um, well seeing as like basically I've I've just watched I assume I'm watching Sophia drawing her bow Mm -hmm. right well I'm thinking oh shit okay then (laughs) guess we're um, kicking booting the door in called the, uh, the the bunkle strategy this one, yes. the, the, the alternate bunkle strategy. This, <laughs> this, this, this is the dick strategy as opposed to the Rogar strategy, which is make a deal. <laughs> so we're going for a dick strategy, even though dick isn't here. So, all right, I am going to take a shot. I'm going to use, um, with my rifle, I'm going to use a, um, a grip point to see if I can double my damage on my hit if I hit. Which gives me, um, which means that it increases my misfire chance. But I'm going to be attacking with advantage because I'm in stealth, and I'm also attacking before he's had a chance to have a turn in combat. So it's technically an assassination, which has extra rules. Which has been a while since I've done this. In fact, I think I only, only managed it once before because I normally never start first. Uh, okay, advantage on track rolls against any creature that hasn't taken turn. Any hit you scored against creature the surprise is automatically a critical hit mm-hmm. okay so let's take a shot with the rifle with advantage who are you shooting at at scythe man scythe man okay. yeah so that's a 28 13 damage which is 2d12 so i'm going to roll another 2d12 damage on top of that which is another 14 on top of that and i'm going to do 2d6 sneak attack damage and it's a critical hit so does that mean I double all of the all of the damage above the sneak attack, or all rolled damage is doubled? Right. So does that, is that automatically doubled, or do I just roll again for all of those things? Uh, we normally roll again, so I'd say okay. roll again. So that's four d twelve plus another two d six. Uh, Twenty six plus another two d six. Right. So let me get a calculator. Uh, Seventy six points of damage. Okay, Tommy, from stealth, hiding in a bush just a little bit outside the glade, you cock that rifle and you take a shot at this creature that is known as a Herald of Undeath, and you hit it square between the eyes, dealing a solid chunk of damage, though not quite as much as your accuracy would have led you to believe, but it certainly hurt it. Okay. I'm going to, for now, I'm going to attempt to uh, sneak it sneak like stealth again into that bush if i can um if i'm still enough in cover what would you say I certainly attempt to as a bonus action yeah let's try i mean they know what direction the shot came from but uh yeah do you uh 32 so okay. see see if that see if that works and i will um I will, I will cover myself and attempt to blend back into the bush again in the hopes that i can get another sneak attack shot for the second for the actual turn okay Fine. So, then that's the way around. Uh, Brittany, it's your turn. Yeah. Mm, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not entirely sure where to start. Um, so, Look, so I'm, I'm guessing you had a, a plot for all of this instead of just us fighting. 
I mean, there was certainly a option for you not to fight. There's never an option for us not to fight. Well, there's always an option for us not to fight. Yeah. But not always. I mean... <laughs> as as, as Rogar found out, not always. Just most of the time. There was an option not to fight, I could have just given him the sword. No, 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 that was, was, wasn't in the end. I was talking about Dr. Nick, where you tried to reason bargain with him, but you didn't really have anything to give him, so he just... Yeah, like, well, that's true. Yeah, that's, yeah well, not, <laughs> that was my own fault. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, go, go on, go on. Do, 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 do some wizardy stuff. Um, right, I'm guessing the people are at this wooden bench. There just... is one person in front of the bench, which you can yep. see just there. The rest of them are in the wagon. Uh, okay, right. I don't really want to use that because that's just going to go too far. Sod it. Let's try Kasha's hideous laughter. Okay. So I'm going to move because I have to move to get within 30 feet. So I have to move 10 feet. So I'll move 10 feet further into the ring. Into the ring? Into the into the environment. <laughs> and then I'm going to cast Kasha's hideous laughter at the dude with the scythe. Because... He seems to be the worst one. Uh, yeah. Um, so, pop, pop. so wisdom, wisdom saving throw uh, with a DC of 18. Let me just check something. Oh, bollocks. <laughs> but, but can 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 man piss himself laughing? Let's hope so. That's a good point. Got I'm shot in the face and it was the, the funniest thing that ever happened. Sorry? You're scared of the Should one we... sat down? Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was, I was... I was thinking that a little bit, but... You know, Sideman was the one that was about to strike down the dude. Yeah, so I was like, true. I was like, if 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 I shoot at her, then is it there's a good chance that he just strikes yeah. down the the guy? And Tommy's trying to be good, like he's uh, he's reading a book about like how helping people helps yourself, and it's like he's trying to get he's he's he's, he's getting, oh, he's getting something out of it. <laughs> oh, that's just made it worse. Hmm. I am confused as to whether he would be immune to this or not. Probably not. Let's let the. I mean, obviously, when it comes down to it, it's your decision, but if you feel free to open it up to the floor so we can kind of, like, well, discuss he's why. He's to unconscious and stunned, basically. Okay. okay. And, what, and the wording? charmed. Right. Mm. Which so, I feel Tasha's counts as one of those. What, 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 what does it stay there? What's the wording yeah, of Tasha's A creature of your choice that you can see within range perceives everything as hilariously funny and falls into fits of laughter if the spell affects it. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or fall prone, become incapacitated, becoming incapacitated and unable to stand up for the duration. A creature with an intelligence score of four or less isn't affected. Right, so that's 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 the only thing that it gives you of being affected or not affected is the intelligence. Mm. But then, but then, I like, what is the, what's the school of magic? Is it? So it's. I was just googling as well. So it's not considered a charm effect. So it oh. seems. Yeah, like the argument is most undead are immune to charm, but hideous laughter isn't charm. Interesting. Doesn't I mean, I guess, 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 laughing skeletons is kind of a, it's a trope somewhere. So. Mm. I mean, let's. This. I mean, this is this is the um, this is the courtroom session. I mean, if we're, if we're not going to be rules lawyers, this this yeah, this exactly. episode, where are we? Succeeding our wisdom savings, we're all full prone, becoming impressive, able to stand for the duration. It does have an intellect over four, so I think it counts, as far as I can tell. Hey, here we go. We just we 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 just won the first part of the case. The the, the evidence is admissible in court. It does appear to be. So fuck it. <laughs> Saving throw for my Herald of Undeath. 19. That well. is... <laughs> I rolled an 18. <laughs> well, well, there you go. <laughs> okay, well, it was a nice try, because that could have fucked me royal. Good guess. <laughs> <laughs> is that your turn, Brittany? Well, it doesn't... It, yeah, because it's not, it's not like I get two, two goes at it. So, <laughs> unfortunately... Do <Nope. laughs> um, you have any bonus actions you can do? Probably not with that spell. Yeah, no. It's a level one spell, so. No, I have no bonus actions. It's a really good I shout, think... though. <laughs> 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 a shot, that's a... what I thought. Certainly a good try there. Nice thinking. See, see what, I, what I don't like is the fact that I just rolled, like, the highest damage I think I've ever rolled for one hit in this game, and you're like, ah, a bit of damage. Shit. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, some people may have said that this wasn't intended as a combat encounter, but we'll see what happens. Sophia, it's your turn. You gonna let go of that arrow? Considering two people have moved in front of me, that 
pisses me off. So I might actually move. Actually, no, I'll, I'll throw this arrow. Throw. Launch this arrow and then I'll move. Right. I was going to get Radiant Arrow. No? No. Yeah, Radiant. Let's go with that. Cost me 50 gold, motherfucker. That's the big scythe guy. Okay? Okay. Ooh, only 10. 22 and 10? 22 does hit. And actually, that Radiant Arrow explodes in a bolt of light just as it hits its body. And you watch as it actually kind of tears away a lot of his necrotic power, and it seems to have an, an incredible effect. Ooh, sexy. Uh, is this over here, like a boulder or something? A boulder? Oh, yeah, sorry, a boulder. Yeah, it's a big yeah. boulder. It's not oh, that boulder. Okay, well, I'm just going to, like, perch behind three. it anyway. So it's not big enough to block anything, but I'm still, yeah, whatever. Fuck it, seeing me, seeing the Radiant damage do that, I'm gonna go for another one. God, this guy's costing me a lot of money. Ooh, 12. That's really bad. That's really expensive for a fuck up. Yeah, 12 is a miss, I'm afraid. Arrow oh. goes wide. Dear. Can we go and find it later after the encounter? Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. Stuck in a tree or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm happy with that, I think. Okay. Then, uh, well, Tommy, you're up again. What are you doing? Well, that didn't do a lot of damage to him. That's not great. Um, so, I mean, technically, I get my grip point back. I think because I did a critical hit, even though it was that's a how four, that works. Even though it was a foregone conclusion that it would be a critical hit, mm. thanks to abilities. But you know, whatever, I'll take it. I, I think I'm going to do the same. Obviously, actually, I'm going to do the same against her this time. Okay. She hasn't taken action in this combat yet. She hasn't done shit. She ain't done shit, so she gonna get a cat popped in her ass. So, same again. We are rolling a... Right, I'm gonna get the calculator ready, if it hits, of course. Um, rifle attack with advantage from stealth. A 28 and 25 points of piercing damage, plus 2d12, plus 2d6, technically, because this is a new turn. And then... Double all the damage? Um, is your condition that they have to be surprised, or is it just that you have to have gone before them? Or is it? Uh, let's see. You are so no longer surprised. You have advantage on attack rolls against any creature that hasn't taken a tom... Oh no, I've just got advantage. Any hit you score against a creature that surprises is critical, so she's not surprised. Right. Yeah. So that's fine. So that's just, just that damage then. So how much is that, sorry? Uh, 25 plus 7 plus 9, so yeah, give me a second. 41. <laughs> Thank you. My mental maths is not great today. I am tired. <laughs> okay, you pop up from the bushes again, let loose with another shot from your rifle, and crack this weird, desecrated, mummy-like judge square in the chest. Hurts it. Again, you don't quite do as much damage as you'd expect, but these are undead creatures. They're quite resilient. Annoying. Uh, right. I'm going to... I'm wondering, if I move, do you think I can re-stealth in, like, a different bush? Or am I going to be... You can certainly try to. And for you, it's a bonus action as long as you can, like, try break line of sight of them. And you yeah. get raised up, so it's not that hard. They obviously know something is shooting at them with a very loud gun in that direction, but they don't know exactly where you are if you reposition. Yeah, so I'm thinking about, like, like going into this bush here, basically setting up a bit of a flank, and then trying again to stealth. Okay. You're going to try to start creeping around. Yeah, so it's 29 on my um, stealth roll. Yeah, basically, if I can kind of put, put in a bit of a flank, if I have to charge into combat and stuff, I'm coming in from a different angle, um, maybe can provide a bit of backup. Okay. So you reposition, and with the stealth at 29, you feel pretty secure there. Obviously, they know someone's up there attacking them. Okay. And then it is my judge's turn, a wonderful creature called a Malqui. And... It's not happy, but you know what, Tommy, you see this as you're moving around. That damage you did to it does start to heal back up. Oh. Okay. You could stay up there forever. It's too easy. <laughs> now, let's check some ranges here, shall we? Oh, shit. This bodes poorly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, well, she's going to step up from her chair and basically walk forward down off the platform, stand next to the Herald of Undeath, and look around her at all these arrows and shots coming in their direction and go, You 
interrupt my trial. Enough with this foolishness. And she's going to cast Wind Wall, which is a very fun spell. So let's see how big this is, because I think it's fucking huge. Yeah, this will do okay. So she's going to go... What? Probably should have parlayed. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was never going to happen. Well, missed your chance. Whatever, it's going to go like that. Sorry, so, we were doing some target practice and you guys were in the way. <laughs> so, a 50 foot long, 15 foot high, 1 foot thick gust of strong wind suddenly starts just magically buffeting this whole glade. You all think that uh, trying to shoot through this is going to be pretty much fucking impossible. And those of you who are in it, Sophia, as they decided to capture you with it, you need to make me a strength saving throw, please. What was 15? 15 is just good enough. Annoying. You take uh, seven points of bludgeoning damage as you are basically okay. smacked in the face with a strong wind. You feel a bit winded there, Sphere. Yeah. Uh, that's all it can do this round. It has moved, it has cast wind wall. That's the Malqui done. The Herald of Undeath, however, yeah, this feels about right, is going to rush towards you, Sophia. Biscuits. Keeping on the right side of the wind wall to keep itself protected. Oh, actually, what you do notice, though, as he takes the scythe away from the civilian, I hate that you're making me do this, he's going to activate Creeping Death, and you watch as the poor man who was standing trial suddenly begins to quickly rot and just falls over dead, affected by necrotic energy. Just by the radius of the scythe, is that? Mm, by the radius of him. Uh, oh, yay. Awesome. So you've shut down our shooting and made going near that man death. Excellent. Yep. But he's going to go there and approach you, Sophia. And oh dear, oh dear, oh fucking dear. Well, he's going to attack you twice with his reaping scythe. Luckily for you, he doesn't have advantage. First attack. 18. Oh, wait a minute. You don't have your shield right now, remember? Because you are shooting. What does my shield give me? Plus two AC. Meets it, beats it. Yep. So that's eight points of slashing damage plus eight points of necrotic damage. Okay. As that scythe touches you and slashes through you, just beating your armor, leaving a nasty cut across your chest, you feel your very soul shudder. You have never been in the presence of such overwhelming death as you have right now. And he lines up the second shot. 14. You're incredibly lucky, because I don't think that's enough. Oh, thank God for that. Thank, yeah, thank Kalimvor for that. Watching you. As Are you back? The scythe, <laughs> as the scythe comes back round in a blistering arc, just managed to duck beneath it, and you feel almost as if your life was about to drain away, but it missed. Then it's the skeleton's turn. It's just the wee gribblies left then, isn't it? Yep. They're moving. They are Stop shifting. moving closer. <laughs> One of them is going to have to dash because he can't really do a lot else right now. But they all rush in your direction. The first one is going to, because he's gone around the wind wall, he's going to shoot at you, Brittany, with his short bow. Just a straight up shot. Eight. Don't think that's good enough because yep. these are skeletons and they're fucking terrible. One of the skeletons is going to stab at you, Sophia, with advantage. The rest will not have advantage from the look of it. This, this one is flanking with the Herald of Undeath. So short sword with advantage. 19. Not dickhead. Yeah. Six points of slashing damage from his short sword. Actually, piercing from short sword. And the last two, nine, miss. And the 22, seven points of damage. As just these shambling skeletons all kind of lurch towards you very mechanically as they're just pulled along on necromatic magic swing and do a little bit of damage to you, Sophia. Okay. Brittany, it is your turn next. You watch as this wall of wind is just swirling in front of you. Sophia looks surrounded and in danger. You don't know where Tommy is, and one of these skeletons just shot at you. And I see the dude with the big scythe. Yeah, he's near you. Yeah. In fact, so as you can see him here, you watch the very ground around him is decaying. Oh, well, uh, I'm going to have to try it. Fuck it. Um, 
I'm gonna cast disintegrate. Ooh. Um, because it's not wisdom, it's dex. Ooh. So, yeah, I'll read the description, I guess. Um, a thin green ray springs from your pointing finger to a target you can see within range. The target can be a creature, blah, blah, blah. Creature targeted by this spell must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, the target takes 10d6 plus 44 damage. The target is disintegrated. This damage leaves it with zero hit points. Hmm. Yeah, it's a very fun spell. Very fun. Yeah, it's hopefully it'll work. Deck save. Yes. Annoyingly, it goes does go through my wind wall. And this is at the Herald? Uh, yeah, yeah, this is at the guy that I can see with a scythe. Yeah. Okay, well, deck save it is. Oh, fucking 12. Ooh. So, 10d6 plus 40. Yeah. <laughs> He's actually quite dexterous as well. You see, he kind of starts to immediately duck out the way, but not quick enough as your beam cuts through the wind wall and just hits him square on the side. Fuck me. That's, that's a really low roll. <laughs> 76 points of damage. Nice. I mean, that was, that was pretty much exactly what I hit him with earlier. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, that is a devastating shot as that just goes straight through and literally removes a chunk of this creature, tears away this red robe he's got, cuts straight through his necrotic protections, and you just see hole through the side of his body. He is still standing, but that hurt. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Right. <laughs> your turn. Uh, it is your turn, Sophia. Righty-roo. I'm going to... Oh, and to um, you're starting your watch. turn in the wind wall, so take a strength saving throw, please. Fuck off! No. Ugh, seven. That's 16 points of bludgeoning damage as you are smacked around by the wind. Oh, and oh. you're starting your turn next to the Herald of Undeath, so please make me a constitution saving throw as well. Oh, as you I'm feel gonna... your life being drained away die, aren't I? Hopefully not to the undead. Okay, that's another 11 points of necrotic damage with a 9. Fuck me. A little bit of help! Or I should just step out of this shit. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, I'll step out. <laughs> can I step out of this shit? Look around him, surely. Yeah, you can move out of it. Okay, lovely. So, I'll do that first, because that hurt. Um, I wonder how far I need to be from the arsehole for him to not hurt me. Um, so you're yeah. taking four attacks of opportunity. What? Oh, that's a bunch of cunt as well. Right. Unless you, unless you, wait. I'm gonna you do my disengage. action first. Oh, you have to, you have to, you can disengage from one, can't you? I'm gonna you do my action foot first. Step. I'm going to cast Spirit Guardians around myself. Okay. <sighs> right. Full spirits protect you. They flitter around you at a distance of 15 feet for the duration. If you're good on yeah, blah blah, I get to choose what. Didn't I choose they were um like um scales before? Kellenbor's scales. Are you doing spirit weapon or spirit guardians? Spirit guard. Oh no, what is spirit guardians? Are they just angels then? I think what last time you had them as like robed clerics of Kellenbor with bastard swords. Yeah, let's remember. do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so when you cast this spell, you can designate any number of creatures you can see to be unaffected by it. So obviously my pallies. Mm -hmm. An affected creature's speed is halved in the area, and then the creature enters the area for the first time on a turn, or starts there, it must take a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes 3d8 radiant damage. Ooh. Or halved if, if they, they save. Yeah. Nice. So, wait a minute. For the first time on a turn, or it starts there. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't affect them just yet, does it? Mm, I believe it affects them. First time on a turn, or starts their turn there. Oh, I forgot. I think it happens immediately, I thought. Uh, I don't want to put, like, after... thoughts in your head. <laughs> mm -hmm. It enters the area for the first time on a turn, or starts its turn there. Maybe it would just be when it starts its turn, so at the start of its turn, it would take the damage. Oh, biscuits. Wait. I still, it, it, it can't do anything unless, like, something moves out of its way before its turn. So it's still going to take it before it can do anything else. Sure. Spirit Guardians does not deal damage when you cast it, apparently. I liked it until just now. <laughs> um, what else can I do? Not much else. Have you got any bonus actions? Like, can you heal if you need to heal? Or... I probably do need to heal, to be fair. Anything? Um, you second win, maybe. Let's just. Um, and I raise my shield and drop my bow. Okay. 
bow yes, down, shield up. Yeah, it's two AC. I mean, that's not a small amount. And then, wait a minute, too many things to read. What potions have I got? I've got a lot of potions. We got gifted some as well, didn't we? But I think they might mm. be in my bag of holding. No, I think you divvied them out. Oh, I did give you some, didn't I? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, fuck it. Great healing potion. 44 plus 4. That'll do. You sup that sweet, sweet life juice. (laughs) (laughs) 11. Ooh, Ooh, that was a bad roll. That was a very, very bad roll. Never mind. Three ones. Oh, dear. Fine, whatever. That didn't go as well as I hoped it would, but whatever. Carry on. Okay, so is that your turn? Yeah, I guess. You're not moving? Well, how much am I? I'm going to get hit, aren't I? How many things could hit me? All of them. Yeah. How far is 15 feet? Uh, so if I move there... Risk it for a biscuit, guys? Um, thing is, he's just... I, I think he's just going to follow you. Yeah, he is. Next turn. So you're going to take the damage anyway. Plus, yep. you're going to take a bunch of extra attacks you don't need to take. So, so just leave. Just stay. I mean, it's not it's not a great option, but I'm I'm kind of hoping that um, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that he's got one more round in him, and then like between the two of you with all the spells, with, the, with all the spells, you can kind of end him because I think you've done quite a lot of damage. I'm hoping if you, if you start hitting him with your radiant sword as well yeah. next turn, plus he'll be taking radiant hits as long as he stays close to you from your spirit guardians. Yeah, let's try. Let's try that. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Also, <laughs> also it's he might. There, also, he might one-shot you next turn. So, Lovely. Yeah. This is, this is the game we play. I don't want to re-roll another character. I haven't done it in five years. I don't want to do it again. <laughs> I don't want to be Bunkle. Oh, Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's definitely going to make things awkward with your dad. <laughs> For the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, we kind of got your daughter killed. <laughs> We still good? Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, that's all I'm doing then. Cookton. Okay. Tommy, it is your turn. There is now a wall of wind separating you from uh, your targets. At least it's a lot a bit of them. annoying, really. I can move closer, take another pot shot. Everyone's acted in this combat, though, so slightly less effective than it was. Uh, I can't really assassinate anyone anymore either. So, uh, is this is this kind of is this cliff here like a proper cliff, or is it kind of jumpable down? Or am I going to have to go around Jumpable the Jumpable down. This is it's, it's, this is all just like five foot in height. Okay. There's little uh, vantage points yeah. that they are. Cool. So I can... Okay, I'm going to gonna run sprint in bonus action dash to get right up behind the Queen of the Night there. And I'm going to start trying to slap her around with mm. a flame tongue rapier. So let's do that. So sprint it up. Bonus action dash to get the extra 10 feet. And I'm going to start swinging. Well, start stabbing. Don't be stab, stab. So, lunging in with the flame tongue rapier. Straight up attack. A 29 with 11 piercing damage. 29, that is good enough to hit. It's a, and it's a fl- and it's flame tongue as well. So I get the... I kind of just never turn this off, really. can't remember which I need to roll. So just give me two seconds. 2d6 fire damage as well. And a 4 fire damage on top of that as well. Okay. And I'm going to do it again. So, stubby, stubby. Your rolls are being very low, aren't they? Oh, a 13, though. Does that 13, hit? 13, not good enough. She's not very uh, well armoured, but as your sword kind of tries to sink into her the second time, it's just that undead resilience. It's just her natural state is strong enough to repel it. Ah, uh, nasty. Okay, well, I'm, I'm I'm fully committed now, so... Uh, We'll see what happens next turn. I've done my action, my bonus action, and my movement. So, unfortunately, I'm done. Okay, she needs to make some constitution saves, though. See if she can. See if you've got rid of that nasty wind wall. You didn't do a lot of damage, though. So, at least in not one hit. Okay, and ooh, sadly, with a natural one, the wind wall goes away. Hey, Sophia! <laughs> you take her completely by surprise with your attacks, Tommy, and just break her concentration. Dare you, mortal. As you now have her full attention. I stopped your wind, didn't I, bitch? You did. You did, and she's not happy. No. Well, that's next turn's problem. (laughs) Right, well, it's her turn now, then. Oh. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And, well, she's got some choices. 
she can see Sophia is over there in danger, and she's summoning all these spirit guardians up from the ground that are poised to inflict a bunch of damage. Her concentration's been broken by this little interloper, but she's going to heal up from some of it. So you do watch Tommy as some of her flesh knits back together. She's going to point at you, Sophia, and go, Inadmissible! And cast Dispel Magic on your spirit guardians. Oh, you bitch! Can I I counterspell her Dispel Magic? I believe if you wish to burn the spell slot, you can. Yeah, screw it, do it. Now, counterspell, what level of a spell does it automatically stop? So... If this, if the creature is casting a spell of third level or lower, its spell fails and has no effect. Well, I'm very sad to say that Dispel Magic is third level. So as she points, and Sophia, you watch as your spirit guardians start to flicker. Brittany, I don't know, do you snap your fingers and just uh, object <laughs> to her casting? <laughs> I think I'll uh, snap, snap my fingers. About... Oops, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Yes. Oh, amazing. <laughs> as, 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 as she's turned away from you to cast that spell, Tommy's just going to lean forward and whisper, Overruled. <laughs> okay. You watch as her face kind of darkens and the skin goes all taut around her neck. And she lets out just a howl of rage as loud as possible and ends her turn. And it's the Herald's turn. Now he has to make a saving throw. And what's the DC? 15? 15. This is an important Wisdom, one. Is Wisdom saving throw. Can he do it again? He rolls an 18. Again? Or was that 19 last time, wasn't it? Fucking hell. Roll your uh, damage because it's half, right? Yeah. Oh, only six damage. Okay, so he just lives. As these radiant creatures start stabbing into his side, he does seem very angry, but he is going to move up and round to bring you into combat as well, Brittany, as you did a chunk of his health. And you did a lot of damage to him, Brittany. You really pulled his attention here. So I think he's going to put the scythe on you. So... He's going to raise the Reaping Scythe and let it fall upon you. First attack, 26. About that, yeah. That's 14 points of damage, 9 points necrotic. So... As this devastating scythe cuts across you, you feel the same thing Sophia did. It's almost like your soul is being cut as it raises the scythe again and goes for the second shot. 14. Is that enough for you? Shield. I'm going to cast Shield. <laughs> because it would, be, it would would have been meets it beats. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, so yeah, no shield. <laughs> just, just for my personal knowledge, this, this is just because I'm curious. Can you roll me a Constitution saving throw right now? For funsies. For funsies. An eighteen. You'd have been all right. You'd have been all right. Not the end of the world. The end of the world, but you know, <laughs> still, I still, I still didn't fancy it. <laughs> still avoided seventeen points of regular damage and ten points of necrotic. So, yeah, that's yeah. A, a chunk. We're not playing with a lot of hit points here, as it is. The the wizard's folly. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, it's my skeletons who might not survive this round of spiritual guardians, but let's give it a go. So, let's roll each of. All these three that are around you, Sophia. Fail. Pass. Fail. So two of them fail. Could you roll me 3d8? 11. 11. 13. No, no, no. I said 24. roll me 3d8. And it, hang on a minute. You roll damage once. Do I really? I oh, think so. I don't think you get face. individuals. Oh, no. that's sad potato. Okay, fine. 11. Or do you want to take the 24 and be a good pal? Nah, <laughs> or, the or the 13. Cut, 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 cut the... <laughs> 11. Um, one. Chummy pal. No, I'm good. I'm good. That 24 would have been sweet, then. It does. It looks really sexy. Mm. Right, well, all the skeletons take a ton of damage. They're all basically close to death, even the one that saved. They are going to return fire, though, on you, Sophia. Ah, shit. Um, With advantage for all three of them, actually, because the Herald of Undeath's a large creature. So let's see if they can do anything with these little short swords. Oh, you bastard. Uh, 22 and 8 damage for the first one. Yeah, I am. 15? That's not good enough, is it? No. Second one fails. 
And the third one stabs at you. 17. Also not good enough. Oof. Well, they all stab at you and you duck, dive, and dodge out the way with only one of them just causing a little little cut against your side. I'm guessing, I'm guessing that's the one that, did, that didn't take the full damage. So he's, he's still a little bit yeah. with it. He's not a lot like I'm hanging off by a thread. Brittany, it is your turn, and please do me a con save. A 20. Oof. You nice. pass. You take no damage. Hey. Woo! Nice. Um, you, f- you feel this necrotic aura wash over you, this creeping sense of death, but you shrug it off. Okay. So I'm actually like, in combat with this geezer, Anna. Yep. It's not good. Oh, hang on. Sorry. I missed one of my skeletons. He's going to take a shot at you. Uh, and he misses. Well, fine, whatever. My last skeleton missed anyway. I forgot he was hiding in the trees. Um. Okay. So Brittany mm-hmm. an arrow flies over your head and you don't even notice. <laughs> okay, so let's have a look. Let's have a look. Mm, probably doesn't bode well for everybody near me. But it's tempting. <laughs> Nevertheless. Mm. Shit, 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 shit. I'd have to disengage when I'm taking a take of opportunity to get out of combat. It's either disengage or walk away and take the stab. Yeah. Disengages oh. your action, isn't it? Disengages so. your action, yep. yeah. 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 Um, it's gonna suck balls. Okay, screw it. I'm going to cast Sword Burst Ooh. on myself, which may not be great, but there we go. You create a momentary circle of spectral blades that sweep around you. All creatures in five feet must succeed at a dexterity saving throw or take 1d6 force damage. Mm. My Herald has to make a dex save. That times. If he can roll better this time. Oh, 13. He got a really good deck save, and I'm rolling atrociously for it. And because I'm level 11, it actually. Wait, are we over level 11? Yep. We are, aren't we? Level 12. Yeah. Yoohoo! It goes up to 3d6 rather than the one. Yeah, that's 15. Nice. Oh, 15? Yes, my little cantrip. Yeah, I was going to say, as a cantrip, it's pretty good. Yeah. And, I mean, Brittany, as you feel your soul kind of shudder at this creature's presence and that scythe you almost just reflexively try to get it away from you with this sword burst this swirl of spectral blades that scythe around you and one of them just manages to cut clean through where that wound you caused earlier where that disintegration has left this creature open you just go straight in there and sever its spine and the herald of undeath falls dead dead right not just undead dead 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 Hmm, as far as you can tell. Deady dead. Things need to be dead. Let it on fire in a bit. Yeah, let's do that. Just to be sure. Yeah. Yes, I will fireball everything later. I didn't fancy <laughs> killing you all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that will that will end my turn. Okay. Go, Brittany. Go, Brittany. I wanted to kill it. Well, you can kill. You can muff up some undead now. Yeah. Okay. There's, well, there's still her to kill. Two of the three. This no, two out of these three. You could um, action surge. You really want to... No, that's a waste. You wouldn't say you wouldn't have been saying that earlier. No, I wouldn't have. No. How far away is that woman? Chilling with me. Forty feet. I can't get that far. Anyway, I will. I have final death out, and these things are motherfucking undead. And let's go with one to my left. I better kill these things. I'm going to be very sad. Ooh, it's a twelve hit. Oh. Uh, I don't think it does, actually. Really upsetting. No, your sword gets caught on some of its bones and doesn't catch all the way through. 12 is a fail. Okay, let me try again then. Motherfuckers. Mike! Oh, shit. Fucking 10. I'm guessing the um, the big thing is just, like, throwing you. I'm getting really, really pissed off. Rotting aura of death around you. It's not good. Okay, I'm getting really pissed off. Second wind. Turn it again. Action search, yeah. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. That's the wrong one. Oh, I forgot. I keep forgetting that I've got a second wind. I keep forgetting what it does, actually, to be fair. Alright, let's try it again. Uh, let's go for a different one. Just one to the south of me. 24. Fucking hell. That hits it right. Uh, a 24? Don't. Uh, that's not even funny. Yeah. It's, it's not funny. It's not funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Going to the south of you crumbles yes. to dust as you cleave straight through it. And let's go clockwise and go to the one to the south east, uh, southwest of me. 
and off oh, motherfucking twat face. <laughs> Oof. Whatever, with a 10, I just flail around because obviously my moment to shine, I just look like a fucking muppet. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, I've been there. So I've, <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> Fine, whatever. Carry on. So after uh, Sophia questions her life choices, Tommy, you're up next. All right. Well, I had a bit of a plan working out in case he was still knocking about. I was going to... Um, gonna take on her for a bit and then I was going to um, run past her because I don't need to, need to bother disengaging if I attack her once and run up behind him and try and stab him in the back but he's he's down one of the other does down yeah feeling pretty confident about how, how this fight's going so far so I think we um, we need to clear her up so I'm thinking about the flame tongue rapiers Maybe I've got Elements Wrath in my other hand, and I'm thinking maybe I should leave with Elements Wrath instead because all fire damage, um, and then do my bonus action with my Flame Tongue Rapier. So I'm gonna gonna go and do that. So I'm gonna start um, lashing with Elements Wrath. So straight up a 25 and 12 points of fire damage, following it with a 21 and seven points of fire damage, and with the offhand. The flame tongue rapier a 23 14 points of regular magical damage and 2d6 so another seven points of fire damage i'm hoping fire is a bit more effective than just regular damage um you lash out at this creature a few times and you make contact each time she doesn't seem to be that hard to hit the fire i mean hurts it but it doesn't seem to do anything additional yeah. She is still standing. Okay. We have anything else I can think of using right now? Um, if I was, I can't even do an action surge anyway because that's bonus action. So, yeah, I'm done. Okay, that is you done. Which means it is the Malquis' turn, and it is. Oh. Um. Hmm. Hmm. No, I'll, 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 I'll see what happens. I'll see what happens. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Tommy, you have the Malquis' attention. The Herald of Undeath fell, so she feels no need to protect her executioner anymore. So what she's going to do is turn to you, and suddenly you feel the air around you getting drier. You feel the water being drawn from your body. You feel as if you've just marched through the desert. She's going to start with her Zeric aura, and I want you to make me a con saving throw. Okay. Oh dear. A 27. Okay, 27. Don't tell me that's not good enough. Come on. 27 is good enough. You manage to shrug off this draining effect, which frustrates her as she screams and reaches out both her hands to just grab onto you. She's going to attack with her desiccating touch twice. First one, nine. Absolute failure. I'm rolling terribly for these attacks. And then a 23. That'll do it. That'll do it. 22 points of necrotic damage as you dodge out of the way of the first touch and you just watch as her hands are kind of glowing with this black energy but you miss the second one as she just grabs a hold of your arm and you just feel the life draining from it you also notice that uh, she continues to heal up indeed and then it is my spooky skeleton's turns who pretty much don't have any chance to survive at least the three next to Sophia but let's find out Sophia roll me 3d8 would you 17 oof Hell of living. Nine. Sixteen. Okay. Even at half, that still kills it. So, the two next to you, Sophia, are dead before they can do anything. Because yeah. I tried to kill them and failed miserably. The third and final skeleton, because it is somewhat of a mindless creature, is just going to continue on against its target and it's going to run up to you. Well, more like shamble up to you, Brittany, and just stab you with the short sword. And with a natural one, falls over in front of you and almost drops its sword. <laughs> man that poor skeleton he's done nothing so far he just and he finally gets within range and just fucking spaghetti falls out of his pockets and he, just, <laughs> he gets close to Brittany and he, he can't work out what to do anymore he's embarrassed he's just <laughs> oh man I feel bad for him I kind of don't want to kill him now I feel bad for him <laughs> I do I do I do He's just trying to approach a pretty girl and, like, just makes a fool of himself. 
He does cut quite a pathetic figure. <laughs> His sword's just slightly too big for him and he can barely hold it. So it make him look cool like a big skeleton, but it just makes him look slightly comical. I'm going to call him Dave. We're calling Dave. <laughs> the same name as our cat. Yeah, Dave's a good name. <laughs> so, at the end of the round, Tommy, you're pretty much left with this Malqui in front of you, and it's letting out this continual howl, just this wailing scream, and it doesn't seem to be having a f any effect on you, it doesn't seem to be doing anything, but you watch as it's weirdly dry and just papery thin skin around its mouth starts to curl up into a little bit of a smile as Brittany you hear rustling behind you in the woods yes oh. I like it as the aberrations who had hunted you all the previous day the wretched and a man shambling along in ragged clothes begin to push their way through the forest behind you and Brittany, the first thing you hear is so hungry. And I think that's where we'll end the episode. Oh, oh no. Fuckers. Right. Hit a dash. Run 40, dash another 40. Grab some fear and dimension door. Bye, everybody. <laughs> dimension door. <laughs> Oh uh, uh, yeah, we're, I think we're. Uh, I don't know. So isn't it? Why is Hungry Man scarier than Scythe Man? I don't know why, but I kind of feel he is. <laughs> yeah, uh, just because well, you're bigger doesn't mean you're scarier. Yeah, it's well, true. I'll tell you one thing because he's dead now, so it doesn't matter. If he had hit you twice and you had failed yeah. that con save, yeah, you die. Oh, lovely. See, <laughs> shield, cast all the shield. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So yeah, we 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 fought the people. Maybe we could have chatted too. Oi. Yeah. Also, you caused the death of an innocent, and if you run away, a lot of other innocents die too. So you know, Tommy might not care. Brittany probably doesn't care. Oh fuck off. A little Miss Good Aligned Cleric, however, might uh, have some unfortunate fallout. That's not my fault. I saw dead. That's very much is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> you are not an Oath of Vengeance paladin. I can't give you that much leeway here, but we'll find out oh. in two weeks' time. <laughs> oh, fun times. We're quite, um, TPK. TPK. Quite, 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 quite lucky there, though, I think, so far. It's just, can that luck hold out? Yeah. Doubt it. That was a hell of a disintegrate, though. That and the surprise rifle shot. Oof. My boy yeah. had a lot of health. A lot well, of health tell, and a lot of resistances. I, I could tell after the surprise special shot and the disintegrate and the motherfucker was still standing. <laughs> also, he had a fucking plus eight to his deck save and I can roll above a two. <laughs> fucking hell. wisdom. Wisdom, he had a plus one and I was rolling straight 18s. Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that I was, wanted that was... him to start laughing. Oh it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been funny as well. I mean, to be fair, that's it's bloody nice to have some good spells on our side for a change. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed the wind wall. That was good. I've never had to use that spell before. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, Only fire, that, isn't it? That 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 kind of forced me out of hiding, and also, yeah, yeah. I was quite lucky that I managed to end it in a hit because Sophia kept on taking damage. Mm -hmm. You boxed her in with wounds. Yeah. Yeah. And you should be very happy for that uh, counter spell, else Herald of Undeath probably would still be around. Oh, yeah. This, uh, she, she must be so pissed because everything she's tried so far, we've just shut down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <she's annoyed. laughs> Windwall shut down. Counter spell shut down. <laughs> Stop <laughs> bullying my casters. <laughs> <sighs> I'm also sad that you passed the Zeric Aura I tried to hit you with because that's nasty as hell. Oh, yeah. Shut down. <laughs> oh well i have my hungry boys and they're coming for you oh I don't, like the, I don't like the hung, hungry man just just i don't oh, like it yeah yeah well, we'll find out why next week can, can, can we can we just can we just throw like um emancipated people at them from the from the cart and then run away let's do that I mean, you can you can let's do that no, let's, uh, no we can't that's a that's a Rogar move. Rogar would be up for that. He would. <laughs> yeah, he would. <laughs> Rogar was chaotic evil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> also known as a twat. Yep. Not me. No. <laughs> That's a bit harsh. Is it? Is it? I guess that. I mean, I mean, we we could spend another whole episode going through the reasons why. There's there's, there's a whole case to try there. <laughs> Maybe we'll do the trial of Rogar, and that'll be uh, my trial episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'll be hilarious. Next time I'm putting Sophia in a force cage at the start of it. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> so, 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 was, 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 was this going to be the trial of us or the trial of the people? And we were going to be arguing on it. Kind of, how, did you originally think this going out anyway? I, I thought you would try argue for the people to get them away safely and not dead. Yeah. Nope. No, yeah. you're just happy for them to die. These Sophia poor did families. not see that. Mm. Nope. I mean, well. we, could, we, we could, we could, we could, we could have a chat now. I mean, you know, she, she's at a bit of a disadvantage. Maybe, maybe, maybe we can make a case. <laughs> you want a retrial? Yeah, why not? Mm. <laughs> well, there's one bailiff still alive, I guess. Keep, keep, keep the hungry boy away. Yeah, the, 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 the poor, poor, poor fucking Dave and his oversized sword. <laughs> Indeed. Oh well. Anyway. Thank you for joining us, everyone. That was Gunpowder, Treason, No Plot. If you enjoyed the show, please do go on whatever podcast provider you use and give us a rating. It's what helps other people find us, and it makes us happy. If you want to support the show generally, of course, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash gtmp. You can uh, tip us a little cash there and uh, get access to some rewards. Otherwise, we are also on Twitter. I am there as at TreasonNoah. My players are there with their player names and GTMP at the end of it. We're also on Facebook and WordPress at Gunpowder Treason No Plot. And I will hand you over to my fellow co-hosts to say their own goodbyes. It's Ask Dick. Hello, my name is Dick Eight, man in a gem. I'm beginning to love the gem. I've been here a while now with my thoughts. And, um, note to self. Pick up line. What slide is best for kids? Your throat. <laughs> As you're in the gym doing your little chat, you make your little off-color joke, and the skull of Grazitz lights up, and you hear a whisper in your ear. <laughs> oh my, this was a good one. Let's get to know each other. It's Ask Dick. Oh, you were so fucked. Yeah. So, so fucked. <laughs> why is, why is Grazitz in there? Because it's the skull of Grazitz. Is, is in uh, his, in the gem? No, he's in your bag of holding next to the gem. Oh. In the extra dimensional space. Remember? Nice. Nice. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so fucked. Everybody's fucked. I got too much shit in my bag. <laughs> The one person who thought he was safe in a gem is no longer safe in his gem. <laughs> okay. I don't want to go roll another dice. Matt is scared. <laughs> well, I've I've rolled a 7 and a 5, which is 75. Okay, let's see if we've already done that one. No, we haven't. Is Rod of Pact Keeper. Right, okay. What's this? While holding this rod, you gain a bonus to spell attack rolls and to throw DC throwing saves of your warlock spells. Boring. The bonus is determined by the rod's rarity. In addition, you gain regain one warlock spell slot as an action while holding the rod. You can't use this property again until your next long rest. I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't buy it though, would you? Anyone else want to buy that? Yeah. Yeah. Sixteen gold coins or something stupid. Sixteen thousand, sorry. Thousand. Yeah, yeah, it's six sixteen probably. What, just to like for shits and giggles? Yeah. Pick up poo and stuff. Why not? But sixteen would oh. be fine. Sixteen grand's a bit bit steep. A little bit. Well, with that, we'll see you all in two weeks' time, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Hey there, best friends. It's Danny. It's it's also Erica. <laughs> Erica is here also. I am alive. We're here to tell you about a little network called the Necropoticon Network. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's world-renowned. We thank them at the end of our show every single week. Yeah, and you never check them out, do you? Well, this is your time. Yeah, we're finding you on other podcasts now yeah, to tell you fronting. that you need to check out the Necropoticon Network. Stop saying you support the Necropoticon Network and just do it. Stop running from the truth. They have role-playing podcasts they have horror podcasts they have comedy podcasts they have movie review podcasts there are lots of fun podcasts over there and you're missing out if you don't go over to necropoticon.com right now so get that sweet tookus off your keep that sweet tookus on your couch and google necropoticon.com <laughs> Hard to pronounce, easy to listen. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects you heard during this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so be sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.